Good morning, friends. I'm going to wrap up our Know the Foe series of the day with uh, just a little bit longer devotional. I'm going to start with the sword of the Spirit. Finally, our text tells us that the Bible, the Bible tells us to take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. That's the only weapon the soldier of Christ carries. All of the armor is meant to protect him. The Word of God cuts like a double-edged sword, laying everything bare so that nothing is hidden. You might want to take a look at Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12 and 13. That's why when Jesus was tempted, he responded to the devil by quoting scripture. You can read that account in Luke chapter 4, the first 13 verses. See, nothing defeats the devil like the word of God. Our clever arguments mean nothing to him. He brushes aside our self-confidence because our reputation means nothing to him. But when we stand on the word, we strike a decisive blow he cannot answer. Now, what does the church of Jesus have to say to all of these attacks? One thing only. In answer to all error, all worldly philosophy, all the seductions of Hollywood and the suggestions of the devil, we have one sole, simple, and sufficient answer, the word of God. The believer who arms himself with it will never lack for a weapon in this battle. It answers all of our doubts and discouragement. This is all we have and this is all we need. The church marches triumphantly when it relies on the word of God. So what is the real battlefield? Now put it all together and you have a picture of the Christian soldier fully armed for combat. The various pieces of armor describes the quality of life and a commitment to a standard. So here's the whole armor of God. We're called to live truthfully, righteously, peacefully, dependently, confidently, biblically. Our greatest problems are spiritual, not financial or personal or intellectual or emotional. Our real enemies are unseen because the real battlefield lies within the human heart. That's why a change of scenery, a change of job, a change of circumstances, a change of lifestyle, a change of appearance, or a change of relationship so often accomplishes nothing. We're the same people because we face the same enemies and fight the same battles, even if things on the outside change. I mean, you can move from Miami to Beijing to Wichita to Lisbon, and nothing will change unless you change on the inside. Our one and only hope is to put on the whole armor of God and so prove that what the Bible says is really true. And so now we can understand verse 13 in a clear light. It said, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing. And I love that last phrase. You will still be standing firm. That's God's intention for every believer. I mean, no believer is safe who faces Satan in his own strength. No believer is more secure than he who goes into battle wearing the whole armor of God. Now, my final word to you is this, friends. Paul tells us to put on the whole armor of God. It's God's armor, not ours. He does not say put on your own armor, because that's a good way to get clobbered in the head. Everything Christians need, we already have in Jesus. I just finished reading one commentator who said that as Paul wrote about the Roman soldier, he was also thinking about Jesus, God's warrior, who clad in heavenly armor fights on our behalf. And I think that's a pretty good connection. We are to fight, but we are not to fight alone. We are to fight, but we do not fight in our own strength. We are to fight, but we do not fight in our own wisdom. We are to fight in the name of Jesus. We are to fight for the name of Jesus. We are to fight with the name of Jesus. Because Jesus is our armor. He fights with and through us and for us so that we are not left alone on the battlefield. Now, of course, we must still go into battle, but God provides the armor. 
He gives us whatever we need whenever we need it so that no believer ever needs to be defeated by the devil. Luther said it well in A Mighty Fortress is Our God. Did we in our own strength confide our striving would be losing? Were not the right man on our side the man of God's own choosing? Dost ask who that may be? Christ Jesus, it is he. Lord Sabaoth is his name, from age to age the same, and he must win the battle. So, dear friends, stand and fight. The Lord is on your side. Until next time, see the vision, live the mission, and feel the passion.